Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks. Coming to you, as always, from the Comedy Brew Room inside the lovely five-star dive bar El Chirito in the ballpark neighborhood of Denver, Colorado. I am, uh, of course, one of your roundtablists of, I guess, uh, hosts. I don't know why I couldn't pull that word for a second. I might be having an issue with some It's hard to do sometimes. You had round tablist, but not... Yeah, well, no. Not uh, hosts. I could not pull... It's nice that you don't repeat. Like, tablist is a new one. We've done 88 episodes, and you've never, like... I've never said round tablist before, and I right. think that's what made me not be able to remember the word host. It, sound, it sounds like someone who's just racist against square tables, though. Uh, yes, I am an Arthurian. Yeah, okay. So. All right. That's true. Yeah. An Arthur... There you go. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, I am Nate Balding. <laughs> hey, I'm Nick Jones. Jeff Albright. Matt Orman. And special guest all the way from the Great White North. I'm Nick McQuick. Nick McQuick. Nick McQuick. Welcome to the show, yeah. man. From the fourth dimension. Or the fourth. Yeah, he's from. He's a speedster from Earth. We four. thought yeah. when he said you were going to be on, we, you were a new speedster from season three of Flash. He's on running shoes. He does have a <laughs> Yeah, they're good uh, for running. Well, thanks for coming on, Nick. Hey, What's, thanks for uh, Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, I am a standing-up comedian. I perform stand-up comedy presentations from one coast to the other coast, and occasionally in America, mostly in Canada. I've been all over the place. I uh, quit my job and started doing comedy full-time. Wasn't paying the bills, so I got into television. I started writing for a television show. I now am the executive producer and head writer on a TV show, Chew on This, that's filmed in Edmonton. I also write scripts for movies and short films and sell them, uh, and also sometimes uh, get to star in them. But uh, Nice. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about something with a... Was it a beaver? Oh, yeah, that's Chew on This, the show. Oh. I'm, uh, I also do the voice of the beaver on Chew on This. I'm the executive producer, head writer, <laughs> and the beaver... So I made a lot of bad choices in my career. <laughs> we'll get to it right away before we get where can we find the show here in the States? Uh, or specifically I, Denver, where can we find it? I think you guys can find it at Facebook.com slash chew on this. We've only got like a quarter of a million likes on Facebook, but like I, I think it's just small clips you can see there. Do you get but, people looking for porn and upset that they're watching a actual no, comedy show no. about beavers? Uh, all of all of the no, porn. I don't think show on this should involve <laughs> porn. Well, it's a wide it's a world out there. Very There's a lot of shit going on. Over there. All right, what's yeah. on this? Uh, oh yeah, you just had something uh, premiere at TIFF, yeah. But yeah, my so the Toronto International Film Festival. We just had Rigby Muldoon, Time Traveler for Hire. I uh, was one of the people involved in that project, and I was also the uh, one of the villains. I was the uh, uh, I, I guess the main henchman. Uh, uh, what is it? John Van Gogh. So, pretty happy about that. <laughs> John Van Gogh. I had, I had oh, a really yeah. good fight so, scene, good stunt. Billy players. the Beaver? Billy the Beaver on Chew on This. All right. And uh, then, yeah, what else? 
I don't know. Yeah, I also have another show that just came out called Strength at Length, where we answer fitness and health questions. And I also nerd out a little bit there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, our listeners cannot see, but you're currently wearing a Deadpool Canadian uh, Canadian Deadpool shirt. Yeah, as it's, it is. it's actually pretty sweet. Blood splattered maple leaf Deadpool. I I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. I'm gonna take a picture. And that is all about what we talk about here on Broadcast Geeks. So I guess let's go to the big board and see what's up there. By the way, the Canucks won last night. The Canucks. <laughs> did they win last night? They fucking did. Hockey? What? Yeah. What the fuck are you worried about? See, now here's the thing. We we're got- two blocks from the ballpark, but we're a hockey bar. <laughs> what? There's already hockey? I'm like, wait a minute. There's, in Canada, we have the Canucks and the Canadians. Those are two different teams. There's no hockey right now. more than that. Oh, no. Pre- those pre- are the two teams oh, okay. named almost the same thing. Canucks and Canadians. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's like Hoosiers and Hoosiers from yeah. where I'm from. So. Yeah. Are there a lot of Hoosiers? Well, I'm from the Hoosier state, but I remember watching the great Canadian film, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie's Strange, Strange, Brew. Strange Brew, and they called everybody Hoosiers. Hoosier. And as a Hoosier, I thought they were talking about us. That was like, the name of the dog. Like, that's what right? Canadian people Hose did. Ever. They called, they, to make fun of each other, they'd say you're a Hoser. You're a Hoser. Well, I thought you like, too Canadian. you're such an awful person, you're from Indiana. I didn't you're get that as a Hoser. kid. Like, if, you're such, if you're being too Canadian, if you get caught in like an Apology crossfire, then you're just, it's like, hey, step back, Hoser, okay? Hoser, yeah. Okay. That could totally apply to Hoosier, though. Hoosier, that's what, yeah, as a kid. So is Hoser the Canadian cracker? Kinda. It's like, it's not really a hurtful term or anything. It's okay. just, hey, you're being a little too Canadian. Right oh, okay, like, knucklehead. Knucklehead. Yeah, yeah. Knucklehead. It's sort of an enduring term. <laughs> when you realize, like, two people bump into each other and, like, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, we're going to be here all day and all somebody right. calls somebody a hoser. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. A polite battle. Oh yeah, can't hurt feelings. <laughs> Dude, there was a Amy Miller was just in a a, a politeness roast battle. Really? Ooh. It was a, a boast battle. Wow. <laughs> I think she might have been up against David Bory too. Oh, like, wait. I think that's something. Like, compliment each other. That might be something the Canadians are really good at. <laughs> should have it's that a show back. that should like be that. taken should be a show here. back to Edmonton. For yeah. sure. Help cure like, the Denver, exactly. the heart of Denver comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Repair the heart of Denver. We're gonna melt the icy heart of Denver comedy. Oh, look who's here! Cool Island song. Cool Island. Jake yeah. Becker materializing in from the hollow deck. Or oh, wait, that's the transporter transport room. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. No, he's a hard. Oh, did you bring the DVDs or Blu-ray? Yeah, I thought Batman Beyond. Oh, Are we giving away this? Oh, or is it? No. No, it's just. Did any of you guys watch the Orville? No, and it was yeah, great. I that's maybe what you were talking about. It was really good. Was I watched it? it this morning? Yeah. Seth MacFarlane does it again. Does it for the first time in 13 years. Yeah. I don't know about that. Have you watched American Dad recently? Yeah, how old's American Dad? That's still on. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I haven't it's seen great. it. It's great. It's on TBS. By a year it's edgier. It's on TBS. Oh, no wow. shit. I had and no it's idea. really funny. Yo, I love American. I've it's the best American one. Dad. It's definitely his best one. Wow. It has an actual angle instead of just weird interstitials. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. it's a little bit a little bit more thought out. Yeah. Now that they start referencing stuff that happened in the past, it's pretty interesting. Like not like yeah, that's not like uh Don't oh, most things do that? Don't most television shows have a linear timeline? Well no, I mean like not the flash. Yeah, not the flash. Not the flash. Not at all. 
the shows, just their universe resets at the end of every episode. Yeah. The, I suppose that's from like a Simpson-esque era yeah. where it's like, no consequences, and they want you so that you can just pick up the episode wherever, watching it on a plane, and you're like, ah, oh, watch my order. Although I, th- I always sure. felt Family Guy sure. maintained some of that by just repeating the jokes. Yeah. Like the chicken, like the chicken joke, the, the guy in the yeah. chicken suit, or the, or the giant the chicken. Giant chicken. Or, um, well, I always thought that was exhausting. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. No, there was like, yes, the fight as a fighter as well. The long, the long fight scenes. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just saying like there's. That's, it's, an, an, it's supposed to be a, like reference to They Live, right? Or they. So what is that movie? They Live. Yeah. They Live. That's uh, what no, that Roddy Roddy Piper. No, yeah. I think that's what oh, that's supposed to be. Oh, the, yeah. all the fights. There was supposed a, to be a fight. That fight yes. scene kind oh, of. Yeah. 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 You can do one time, right? And it's great. It's great, but yeah. if you keep doing uh, five it. times, it's too many. Yeah, yeah. there's a this, five times too many. Uh, one joke in the Family Guy that really stood out to me, where he hits his knee and he lays down on the oh, side. Just, ah, he does that for about like a minute and a half, and that sort of like yeah. that sort of encapsulates <laughs> Family Guy to me, where it's like the joke is still happening. Yeah, the joke is still happening. So I think that the chicken and like I, fight thing is. I something. understand why they're doing that, but yeah, I also don't like it. I, I think the Family think Guy. Just try to make I'm a joke on us. how popular it is because I feel like all of their jokes are either exactly that and they're so dumb and drawn out that it drives me insane, or they're references that I'm sure none of my friends that claim to like Family Guy get. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you got that weird joke about a gay 1940s actor that you've never heard of? And, or was that yeah. way over your head and you just like the way Peter said? When it's like you have a fatty corpuscle and he's like, <laughs> I have a 1950s comedian? Yeah. Now, it's one of the shows where I feel like I have to pause it and Google things throughout because I'm like, I'm missing something right now. And I was raised just by stoners, so I don't, but I under, I, I know apparently <laughs> that none of my friends get like a Shecky Green joke for no reason. You don't know who Fatty Arbuckle is, though? <laughs> no. I know who Fatty no, Arbuckle is. I also know what a fatty Oh, this yeah, all yeah. stemmed from the Orville. <laughs> I, I always thought the best part of that show was the just the interactions between Stewie and Brian. Yeah. No, that I've always wished they just had their own show. Yeah. I would watch that. I do not watch Family Guy. Really? I would watch the Stewie, the Adventures of Stewie and Brian. The, the fucking, weird fucking uh, Bob Hope movies that they do. Yeah, on the road. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> really quick though, on the Orville, uh, did they fly a ship called the Redenbacher? No, it's called the Orville. Oh, it's dumb. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity right there. Uh, we could have got that sweet. Well, sweet I, I heard it got from just like quick, you know, just some tag, you know, taglines, but it was bad. The ratings weren't that great. Like, uh, not the ratings, but the reviews. Million, I'm sorry. Bro. No, not the ratings. I'm sorry. The reviews, the kind of pre-show oh, reviews. Yeah. I thought it but was you enjoyed fun. it. Yeah. Well, it's okay. a TV comedy. The reviews are going to be Bobby. And it's a direct Star Trek. Yeah. Bobby's on it? Bobby's on it. From Agents. Yeah. And, and Scott and Grimes. Funny. He's a guy who was like... But it's a Star Trek spoof. It's a Star Trek spoof. Like but Galaxy the, Quest. The, the, it hinges right. on... He was like the best commander getting ready to have a ship, and then he caught his wife fucking an alien <laughs> when he came home. And just went to shit as an employee. So, it, like, you see that, and oh, it kind of goes to him getting his own shit. Ship again. Kirk. Yeah, but his first fucking <laughs> sure. captain, whatever, is his ex wife that he just. Oh, that's funny. It's funny oh, wow. as shit. It's a good premise. Yeah, it's a good. That sets up a lot of good I'll situations. I'll check it out. Yeah. What channel is it on? Fox. 
I just got rid of cable. So now I'm having to like reconfigure get a all my. Antenna. I have a Roku, I have the PS4, yeah, I have get things. A, get a digital I, antenna, you can watch it for free. Looks yeah, good. I guess. Like, here's yeah. the thing that you gotta I'm watch it live though. I can yeah. just pirate everything in Canada and they don't do anything. Like, yeah, I don't know if you guys go to jail or whatever for pirating. Or like, like, pay a fee or something. I don't know how it works. But I like, just keep getting threatened. Oh, okay, yeah, they don't even do that in Canada. They're just, I like, do stream all the shit I steal out of, like, Newfoundland. Oh, well, then you're fine. Yeah, yeah there's, like, no law up and there for this. Like, four there's hours before I do <laughs> I'm bad. Yeah. I wait till it goes on sale they at Target some and kind buy of Nordic law? Like, question about I buy like, things. international law. Oh, I just do that with that question about international law. Okay. So, like, you know how, like, you see... As of like shirts, well, they didn't have to know that Jake bought this with money from Walmart. No, it was a flea market, right? Hey, it was a flea market two towns over. Anyway, okay, no one's questioning the international story. International the on the street yeah. is technically a You're asking comedians. <laughs> Sovereign nation. Well, like, I've always wondered about, like, you know how you see these, like, fan shirts of just, you know, pop culture stuff? in their t-shirt ads on on uh, Facebook but they're always out of the US is that how they get away with like selling all like if you like a Simpsons page on there it'll have like a bunch of Simpsons reference shirts but like they're not official from Fox .co.cz or something it probably or... falls out of uh, trademark or copyright law it falls into parody or something yeah like if that. another country doesn't have laws to it Come at you. Here's, as long as you pay with Bitcoin. Here's something that I kind of know about. Because if you have an artist draw it, mm. that's oh, their that's intellectual it. property. So, like, at the Edmonton Expo that I'm going to be at when I go back up there uh, for that, they've got, like, these incredible artists who does all these, like, Pokemon shirts, and they've got, like, cross-sections of Charizards and everything. And he created the design himself. Oh, now, the design features something that's owned by Nintendo, but because it's his individual take on it, it's not just copied off their website, they can't sue him. So he can sell t-shirts or postcards or yeah. whatever he wants to sell it. Because it's his design sure. that features something that I think is in the zeitgeist of pop culture. Right. So, let's start bootlegging t-shirts, guys. There you go. <laughs> Boom. We, that was my we, long way around to ask can. if you guys wanted to commit a crime. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. He, he didn't have to go a long way. <laughs> the Room Room is actually a, a sovereign nation that does not fall under U.S. trademark or copyright. Sure, man. I've got to work. I've been selling bootleg comedy room room shirts for a We've long time. We've seceded. As far as we're beyond these curtains. Once the curtains are down. These thin, yeah. thin, thin the, curtain. The red curtain. How yeah. awesome would it be if... A little well, more plum. Awesome, but like... The plum curtain. What would the flag be then? Like the Millennium Falcon? The Colorado Millennium Falcon looks pretty nice. No, it yeah. would be a... Speaking of... We have, ha! we have a logo. Yeah, it oh. could be the ha. The ha. It's Jordan Dolls. Which we technically stole from here. Jordan Dolls. <laughs> I thought... I thought that someone just materialized. For Dave. For I thought Dave. that was a Dave thing. Yeah. No, it's, Jordan Dahl has it on his wrist, but it's the other way. The other... Uh, right. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you went to, like, installed it from him. You were like, well, this is mine. We cut off his hand and <laughs> okay, scanned it as a model. We good. scanned it. Break into his house and steal <laughs> yeah. his light. Yeah. He drew another handbag. He's yeah. a wizard. He is a wizard. One of us told him we were his father, and then we just got his hand up. Yeah. That's how you do it. Kicked him back down that hole. Yeah. He fell down the shaft. He got the shaft. So you, you wrote Rick and Morty. You want to talk about Rick and Morty? Oh, I love it so much. It's so good this season. I have yet to watch. Does he still puke all the time? Ever. Ever? Ever? 
Does he still puke all the time? He I belches. think it, he doesn't puke. He belches. I, got, I watched the first episode. It was just the constant or two. Maybe I watched two. I don't know. He I did throw up a lot in the first. So much throwing up. I was like, that's the only thing I watched. No, I didn't stop watching because of it. I did. I just I don't know. But I heard they kind of toned that part down. I hope. He still it's just, just, just felt. Like it it's, it's a drool. No, in the first like two or three, it was. My problem is life. that everyone's saying how awesome it is, and I don't doubt that. But then it it, it affects me. It's just like, well, fuck them. I'm not. It's just like that. when everyone says. <laughs> so you have not watched it either. No, no it's not like either. your Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's not like there's anybody having straight up oh. incest fuckery. No, I. I'm sure <laughs> we're, yeah. we're done with Family yeah, Guy. Yeah, this is about I'm not. I'm not avoiding we the show. I am not. It's technically being not watching it because of all gods. I just I don't know. Different universe. I haven't prioritized. Watching Rick and Morty. That's, that's why. That's fair. There's, like I heard someone say it's better just than like Futurama, and it might have been one of us. Fuck what the fuck? It's way better written than Futurama. Uh, Here's the thing: I, I, there are TV shows that you invest 22 minutes to watch. They have that much in common, but that's apples and oranges. It's completely okay. different how you look at it. I like, 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 yeah, both are good, and I mean, you need both to have like healthy movements or whatever. <laughs> Like it's here's the thing that I always encounter when people are like DC's better than Marvel, Marvel's better than DC, Futurama's better than Rick and Morty. Enjoy them both; they're no, both I, good. I do yeah. enjoy them both. Yeah, exactly. No, I guess it's just when if you've not watched it and then you see a declaration by several people that say <laughs> it's better than this. How many seasons? It makes you not want to watch Rick it. It's currently and it's almost about to end its third season. Right? Yeah, and see that's the, and it's and it's the same thing. Like if you were to come, if someone were to come and say, "What show should I watch on the CW?" I, I wouldn't tell them. For many reasons, but I wouldn't because there's like five of them. Right. I'm not going to tell somebody to commit to five seasons of a show. That's why I didn't yeah. get into Game so of Thrones. The, it's on right. season eight, and that makes it. and that makes sense. For me, it's just like, oh my god, I have to watch three seasons, and I could barely keep up with all these other things that I'm doing. Right. I just watched a little bit of that new Spider-Man. Um, no, the cartoon. Uh, the cartoon. I kind of like it. He said he didn't like it. I, I think it's fine, but it's just the first episode where the, he doesn't have. He has like the, the sweatshirt yeah, and, yeah. and the, the vulture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was I thought I liked all right. It. Yeah. I, I watched yeah. two up ep- two episodes. It's fine, but it's for although I haven't jumped back eight, into eight it. year olds. It's definitely right. right. Yeah. Or forty eight year olds. Right. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, worried. Yeah. Yeah. Forty eight year olds. Stand the belching. That that thing that's for eight year olds. Spade. It wasn't belching. It was literally just pure green vomit. Every it's, every it's, joke was vomit. Like first it was just like it was the first like the pilot, and then yeah, and then I, I think I watched one episode, and it just kept. I, ah, blah, I ah, blah. I We're the first like, generation of people that like cartoons are made for adults now. Now, and it yeah. started because of nostalgia, which is something well, that people in the market. I don't know that. Thing. I don't know that's true. Was a primetime cartoon made for adults. It was made for adults. I, I feel really. But with Fred and Barney featured, really, it was for adults. Yeah, I just feel like that's, wow, that's comedy why, is a lot different. That's yeah. Well, because that was like the honeymooner. It was the honeymoon. That was an animated yeah. honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's why Fox was willing to take a gamble on it in the late eighties. I mean, shit. Yeah, now, if you watch, already been done. They weren't doing that as a risk. Dude, it's a brand new company. Bugs Bunny cartoons, the unedited. Because I think Looney like Tunes. the Simpsons, for like growing up watching the Simpsons, a lot of the Simpsons was for kids, but there are a lot of jokes hidden in there for adults. Sure. Well, it came so out of the Tracy Ullman show. I remember. Yeah, that was sort of a thing for like. Family sort of sit down, but like Rick and Morty, if you watch that, that's not oh, at all for kids. Not, for no, no, no. not yeah. at all for kids. 
so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can watch Flintstones and Simpsons and everything as okay, a family so kids and adults. Yeah, but cool. now we have like I mean I'm not talking okay. hentai or anything, but we have like <laughs> entertaining cartoons exclusively for adults. Well a lot, a lot like a lot like yeah. the cat. Archer. Archer yeah. is definitely not for kids. No. Archer is an adult cartoon. I like Archer. I fucking love Archer, dude. So what about Adventure Brothers? What would you how would you call that? Oh. I guess that's a that's that's the middle. No, no, I mean Jesus, what's the guy's name who's a it's, it's, it's adult, man. Yeah. yeah. The one guy's a child molester, right? Yeah. Fucking like that's one of my favorites. Skinless clones exploding. It's like I don't think this is meant for kids. No, man. Venture Brothers is pretty adult. Yeah. Most of <laughs> most adult swim shit is Yeah, but I mean we're the first generation <laughs> where name, cartoons right? are being yeah. made now. And that's one thing when you're saying Futurama is better than Rick and Morty or vice versa or no, whatever. Different. From a writing like, standpoint, the five of us could sit here and Fucking stumble into Futurama jokes. I don't think any of us would stumble into writing the multiverse episode. No, it is smarter written. It it's is like, written at a different level than Futurama. I don't. Written, and I, I think don't think Rick and Morty's written for kids at all. I no, think it's I written know. at a level for adults. Whereas, whereas Futurama, Futurama is written for a family. It was, it was written. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, they're written for everything. So that's, that's why I'm fair. saying apples, apples and oranges in comparing yeah. this because yeah. they're different. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're both 22 minutes. They're both cartoons. If you look at it, you're like, all cars are cars, but no, cars are all different. Yeah. yeah, some are built to go fast by stupendous engines. I guess I just yeah, the we'll things I've read, the comparison. <laughs> well, and some are Rick and Morty, where the storylines are down, and then, and you're like, how the fuck did they just do that? And some, some don't need roads where they're going. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go home tonight, and I'm yeah. gonna try to dig into it. But when yeah, they when they, they say, yeah, when they say like, uh, what what's better? It's like unless you're in some like saw jigsaw scenario where it's like you only have 30 minutes to watch saw. one. It's like just enjoy them both. They're yeah. both good. I enjoy watching Futurama. Uh, like repeats as soon as I wake up on Comedy Central. <laughs> There's no part of me that would want to wake up and immediately hear Rick tearing down what I like about my life. Yeah, sure. Like that, it's the, I, oh, you just need. I can see it. Dan like Harmon in the morning being a bad thing. Yeah, Futurama's <laughs> got more of just a classic sitcom roll to it too. Speaking yeah. of, how was the radio? Show. We, yeah, I got, we talked about this. I got like halfway into it. Baker didn't like it, and I was just getting too distracted around my apartment, so I wanted to give it a better chance. Sure. Okay. But, but it's out there. We can listen to it. It's probably silent. The voice works all good. It's just they're exploring a new planet. And it's it's oh the Futurama radio yeah, show right. oh okay I was confused about what we were talking yeah they did the a one episode radio drama. Off. there's a oh, couple wow. of Doctor Who radio dramas I've heard too and I've liked a couple of them but a couple of them relied too much on like you having a visual imagination yeah which is fine yeah, if I, I could see that I could visualize an audio play while I'm sorting you just want to drop acid and listen yeah. to an audio play say, yeah yeah take some hallucinogens fucking <laughs> yeah. tune it yep there you go speaking of taking hallucinogens <laughs> oh no <laughs> I think this is a good go to uh, rest in peace to Mr. Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, yeah. Probably consumed many hallucinogens in his day. Probably yeah, on set. Probably at his last day in the in the world. He, he probably consumed some some of his finer roles. Escape from New York. Oh God, he's in everything. I, as I Repo think about man. it, it's everything. Right? Yeah, everything. I mean, he's got like two hundred plus. Yeah, maybe. For I, me, I mean, Alien is oh, my he's number got a way one. Way better IMDb yeah. score than me. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, well, Alien, Alien is the first. That's to me. That's Harry. D, that's the first one. My mind goes Harry D. Stanton. It's the original Alien. Um, he's the only one that cared about the cat. The cat, Sigourney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's the only one who cared about the cat. But then, just I don't, I don't know, man. That's Dude. a very funny thing to say to someone who's never seen Alien. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> so 
that still, still bothers me. Oh, spoilers, there's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only other one who cared about the, the cat. cat. That's yeah. going to ruin the third act for you. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. My thing is, do I do you watch Alien before you move into my apartment, or, or you do are we you watch it once Thor? you move in? I'm excited to ask you about this. Did you see that they announced Thor's all improvised dialogue? Woo! What do you mean, the new I one? I knew that they said that it was mostly. Yeah, I've heard that. Almost all improvised Yeah, they said that it was like very loosely scripted. Awesome. Well, it's, and it's so the it's exactly Iron Man. Well, I think it goes to the speak on the fact that I know, but it's it's going to ruin Thor the way we were worried. No, it was ruin it's the, the shortest. It's going to make Jeff Goldblum awesome again. Yeah, it's the shortest. There's no way that it's dude the shortest the Marvel movie today. Jeff really? Really? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> ninety minutes. There's it's whatever the shortest <laughs> way is. I don't know the runtime, but it's wow. it's going to be the shortest uh, Marvel movie today, and I think that's why. It's not about the it's size. Just, it's how you use right. it. Right. Let's just. They're going to run through it. Have fun. We've been saying since the beginning. They been describing it as a le- was a lethal weapon in space. Uh, yeah, literally. Buddy cop movie. <laughs> fucking. So, like, who the fuck dialogue? If Hulk just, is not glued to a fucking toilet with a right. bomb in, it in this movie. <laughs> I'm out, man. I'm out. <laughs> Thor at some point says, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm like, like, how old are you? He's like, forever. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of soundtrack and action yeah. and just fucking. That's why there's like, no, just say whatever you riff. I think there's have really fun. Dialogue too. I mean, they had a written script. They were probably working with him for Yeah, but if they're dialogue. just going. <laughs> I believe this film will contain dialogue. Yeah. Tons. There might be some. I don't think it's just going to be music video. Well, that's how the first. No, I feel like it's going to be a giant fucking 80s MTV music video. You think they're going the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, but, but in, a, in a more like kind of. Even. I don't know. That had a lot of. The first one, I mean, yes, they are color-wise, the color pattern, yeah. but I don't think tempo-wise. I don't think it's going to be, that had movements, you know what I mean? That had, I think this is going to be a A to B, fucking be straight ahead. Huge like Huge set pieces of action yeah. with yes, yes. spots of people talking to each other. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, well, what, the well here's the thing, what I read, though, okay. from the director, don't from what, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the director's name off the top of my head, but, oh uh, sorry, TT. Yes, yeah. he said he had no constraints as far as making this movie fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. storyline. It's literally a story that's just like, out there. Out there, uh-huh. and it's happening, so he has no, he doesn't need to bog it down. I think that's refreshing now. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's like my that. only point, is look at how excited Jeff is right now. <laughs> Last week he defended Kathleen Kennedy. Don't be flipping it on a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with Star Wars. I think it would be a lot harder. I think it would be a lot harder to improvise Star Wars to maintain... Not an old Han Solo story. To, yeah, yeah. Yes, you still have to maintain it Star has Wars to maintain lore. everything that was built. The, the fanboys for Star Wars are notoriously... They're the razor teeth fanboys. I'm right here. I'm here. <laughs> you can talk to my face. <laughs> and, uh, it's, if somebody's like, oh, it's a blue lightsaber, they're like, oh, I'll kill you. The so black and white. <laughs> No, there's like, a reason. He lost the. No, but, he, but the, it, he won the thing in a poker match against Lando. But there's Sabic. Sabic. Uh, which, he, which he probably cheated. Right, but there's going to be interactions with the huts. There's going to be interactions with. These are things uh, we want. Maybe they black and white. I'm just saying that. I need Chewbacca. Right. Were yeah. these black and white things that were discussed in the other films that could be fucked up also, by improvised dialogue? Thor, Thor has interactions with our Earth, our reality. So uh-huh. therefore, it's a lot easier to improv stuff because shit's real. They're in space this whole movie. 
Yeah, but they're still talking about uh-huh. their time on Earth. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, well, every so, time they say Starbucks, we know hey, where that is. I'm how, not how, defending. I'm not asking how much of Han Solo's past was spelled out that they were going to risk fucking it up by information. Well, we know how quick. You know what? I don't know because I don't know. Is but I don't think it is. No, but no, they should have made. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This movie may tie into what's coming later, though, in as far as like episode eight and nine, because now we've established Han Solo has been killed by his own son. Yeah. So now there's Spoilers. a lot of there's a lot of. <laughs> yeah. But did he have that there's, son back when he was winning it? But there's a lot. No, but you can establish. No, no one has a son back when they're winning it. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's when you quit true, winning true, it. True, is when you have your son. Exactly. But now. But now, no, no, no. There's a. You can do whatever you want with Han Solo's backstory now. Yeah. And you can make him a broader character. Character, a bigger character, not just a pirate or a smuggler or a thief, but maybe they're going to do something to make him more like noble. grandiose. Yeah, more noble in the end. I mean, there's his kid's a fucking the darkest of the dark at this point. You know what I mean? Yep. He's not just a space pirate. Talking about they show his and and everything and, and all the backstory we know about him. So is that he was just a space no, no. Pirate it's been then. wiped off the fucking. I, I also I yeah, want to say there is no canon anymore. Like, space pirate. As, the, the movie canon still exists. His best right. friend says, "You old pirate." Yeah. That's the only person that calls <laughs> you. Uh, your best friend can call you anything. Also, just just kind of jumping out because whenever I see a debate, I always jump out of it. Being on set before, I've looked at like I've worked with lots of different directors. Some, if you do not stick to the script. They hate you. Some will give you freedom. But also, there are certain things, because if you're working within an actor's union and you're acting and you won't stick to the script and they're shooting and we're getting close to a 12-hour day, that means for that day, all the production, all the crew, all the cast is about to make you. time and a half. Yep. On you. And if they you. haven't got that shot and they only have this location for one more day, you improvising and messing around on script could cost thousands and thousands of dollars. But if you do that the first three days, they're like, if this is going to be every day, this could go over budget by but, a lot. But between these two movie franchises, it's under the same house, and they have all the money. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't it, matter. But it's, yeah. it's not just the house. It's Robin the director, the producer, Paul. and the writer. And you'll have, sure, like, executive producers on Because it shows that, yeah. Because, yeah, it's, uh, like, it, the, the movie Puppy Love I did with, like, uh, Hopper Pan and Michael Madsen and a whole bunch of cool people, they let us do whatever we wanted because we had, like, a very laid-back people. The writer was the director, and he did all the casting himself. So he said, I cast you because you would be good at this. So have fun with it. But sometimes they go, I cast you. I want you to be angry and this and this. You will do this exactly. This is the emotions. This is the cadence of your character. I have to know. Does the dog die? <laughs> What's well, a Michael Madsen movie? I know. That's what made me a little worried. I was like, is this a John Wick situation? A where lot, does he, does a he cut lot the air off and right. bark into it? A lot of things die in that movie. Uh, I don't mind if I, it's human. I actually have a, human a non-disclosure thing. Because the dog not up yet. So I can't. Oh, okay. We can't go <laughs> into that. I'll tell you this much. I do fight a UFC fighter in it. Yeah. Donald the Cowboy Cerrone. Dude, he's one of my oh, favorites. Dude, he's awesome. We've talked yeah. UFC on the show, and I think he's always got the shaft by the corporation, the UFC, he's never had a title shot. Am I correct? I believe so, yeah. And he... I don't know. He's a scary man. Dude deserves a title <laughs> shot. He, he's always the guy who's always deserved a title shot and never got a title shot in the UFC. And I never understood why. Probably a million layers of politics involved in that sport, like there's in every sport. Yeah. But Donald Cerrone is a fucking badass scary he's, dude. He's, yeah. The thing the is, cowboy, he's a badass. He uh, like, rides a motorbike. He welds. He knows like he's a manly man. But the thing is, he's so nice and nice. kind. Sure. When we were running like the, the fight scene the first time, he was like, okay, uh, I, I just want to try. 
try this? Are you comfortable with this? And like he always ran things by me and we went half speed. Sure. And, like it was so nice. He's always been one of my favorites, man. the cowboy. That's yeah. awesome. Man. And Michael Madsen's also like a saint. Well, he's, Michael Madsen, he plays the uh, security guard on Those Who Can't, which is uh, a Denver so, yeah, comedian-based so comedy show. Yeah. Well, he's on this season as well, right? Are you, is season three, I think he's back. They brought him back? The bit was so fucking Yes. Cool. That was such yes. a solid. <laughs> yeah. But my main reason I'm bringing this up is I do truly fear that Kathleen Kennedy is oh, all over me. He's going to get a beer. Now i got to sit down. And, and he's got to micromanage. No. Like, here's the Star thing. Star Wars yes. needs micromanage. No, it doesn't. Yes, it wasn't it does. micromanaged in the past, right. and you fucking love it. Really quickly, you two are going to possibly no, be roommates at some point, no, right? No, 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 no. We no. need an extra special episode no, no, no. of you arguing this. No, 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 no. this is. I think. Listen to me. Wait, I, I want to know this to just like everybody in the room. Just is excited about Thor being a fucking sweet buddy comedy. Wouldn't you rather Han Solo have been the good buddy comedy they hired it to dude, be? Dude, Marvel movies this, weren't out in 1970. Fucking. Set when I was watching well, them, you know. Well, they made, yeah, they were. They made no, 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 Spider-Man. Not the new yeah. You're talking about. Wait Spider. a minute. No, wait, wait, wait. Jake's earlier said when he said, I said something. He goes, "Oh, it's the number one pr- movie making franchise. The MCU is not all of Marvel movies. Oh, so yeah, you can't yeah. say it then and then now when I say Star Wars and then flip old Marvel movies on it. It's not the same." I was just saying there were Marvel movies. I didn't know you were talking about the No, but what I'm saying is you're saying the money-making aspect of yeah. it and the, the guidance, and that's what we're talking about, how the money's made. Yeah. It's because of Kathleen Kennedy's... Director's Freedom made more money in 10 years than Star Wars has made in 40. That is no, my point. No, it doesn't... The, the thing is, uh, it's tangential, and I'm sure the opposite of interesting for an audience member. What I was getting ready to say is... What I was getting ready to say is the prequels are something that were not overseen. and and George. That's the problem. The guy that had one vision and didn't let it be anything else, no matter how many people talked to him inside his friend circle. Dude, Kathleen Kennedy is already letting the vision be expanded upon. As far as we saw Rogue One, Rogue One was a Star Wars movie we've never seen before. I was gonna say, I'm really happy about J.J. Abrams. Yeah, but Rogue One isn't fucking widely loved by children. Oh, this is gonna be an explicit one. We're dropping (laughs) F-bombs. And kids, and children. Say this. Can I just say, well, all our episodes are explicit. Ding, ding. That's why you like it was a kid. It was a funny no, Star Wars doesn't need that. They new are co- going at it. They are fighting for I, this I, point I, like their rent money is on the I line. I it's short-sighted. I just got to say this before. Freedom happen. I forget. I'd rather I see know. Solo be a fun pirate. I think the audience would like a new voice. Then try to service all this stuff. <laughs> Let's leave it there. It's going to. And you guys will record an extra episode when you're living together because I want to hear that. No. Empire versus Rebels. <laughs> I just Jones. need to say this before I fucking forget it. Han Solo movie. The Kessel Run. It's like the Cannonball Run. It's and it's a fucking comedy. That would be great. It'd be great. That's yeah. a man. Who's to say that they won't do that? It could be on Disney XD or it could be on the news. There could the, be some sort of sheriff. Saying the future shit's going to be bad. I just there think at the. Are you talking about the control? The micromanaging? I think by bringing it in, they're making it all one thing. Whereas they could have. Han Solo could have been an amazing pirate movie. Who's to say it's not going to be? I reined it in and said, you're not doing that. Well, here's the thing. You're right now, you're. 
You're judging Christmas in October. That's, that's what I'm Give saying. it a chance. Yeah, you have man. such a strong opinion, and you're very passionate about it. They have a strong And you have taken about 12 minutes of this podcast <laughs> arguing in circles without anything, because there's nothing to gain from it. He hates Ron Howard. There's no, no positive yes or no. I, I think you're that, arguing opinions, and nothing comes of our I think that we need to look. We, we, we can only judge them on the last few movies that have been released, and we, yeah. we've been happy with them. Rogue One seemed too precious to me. I, don't, I wasn't that happy with the end of it. It's Really? I, I, I didn't feel like it was precious at all. Everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> no fat black girl in that movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> running. No precious. In I want, have you watched the director's cut yet? Is what? that out on the Blu-ray? Rogue One? Yeah, with all There's the no cuts that they changed out. Yeah. Yeah, they escape and they, they make it to some They changed uh, everything world. about the ending. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can go watch the clip of the TIE fighter approaching her that doesn't fucking happen in well, the Well, that's dumb. Yeah. Because <laughs> once again, they might have managed, changed a bunch of shit at the last minute. <laughs> huh? No, they're this supposed to like die. This is Star Wars franchise to me, however, given that they've re-released the original three movies See, several times. The thing that I have learned they're supposed is... To yeah. They people market the nostalgia and they play off it, and we have invested so as nerds and geeks, we've invested so much into it. But when somebody does something bad with that, I, I, I originally I felt like I was like you're fucking up my shit. That I love that. Don't do that. But now I realize I just have to stand back because I'm not making this. I'm right. just and they're not somebody. making it for you. No, they're making it right. to make money. Yes. That's the it great is. thing that everybody forgets about show business is business. But I guess <laughs> that's the that's what I'm getting at. I'm afraid Kathleen Kennedy is operating like a nerd who's saying, no, 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 don't change that aspect of this thing. You think she's got too much passion, not enough business. I think she's got plenty of business. I don't think she's going to, like, fuck up the business. I just think that she's going with the solid She's seriously the best thing before. to happen in Star Wars. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Since he had his but dream about it. But I think if she it. let a couple of these directors have their druthers, that it might be no. cooler. You're saying you wish that the Star Wars U was run more like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A little bit. each director more people show on the Yeah, because if, if the, if the no. Han Solo movie wasn't the greatest Star Wars movie of all time, that's it's not, not going to be. That's not the worst thing to happen, though. Nothing's ever going to be the best Star Wars movie of all time, because the best Star Wars movie of all time oh, was Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Yeah. No, I think it's Star Wars. Uh, no, I'd say it's I, Empire. I, no, I as I rewatch them all over and over, as I do, it's Star Wars I, is the best Star Wars. I thought that Star Wars. rewatch. Too. Yeah. When I watched it with my dad, when you like, now is actually front to back, I think uh, it is just. All right, you know what? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that it because it's it's creating the thing, whereas Empire is just continuing. Well, if you Rogue no, One's better than Empire. If you step back and look at them all as individual puzzle pieces, A New Hope is the best. The, the yeah. because it sets everything up. Right. But if you were only able to watch one to put as its own. It, it would be hard to have it as Empire. Empire is a better movie because there's more character growth and change within that movie. And because Lawrence Kasdan just did a better job in George. Yeah, and it's, yes, it's much better in that regard. It's well better. But director. you need everything that was you set up in a new Wars. hope right. to make it right. Right. to make Empire Strikes Back. So it's a better movie on its own, but it requires a, it has to lean on another movie to be a better. Would you say the same about Alien and Aliens? Yeah, I, they're different movies. Completely different. One is right. one. I think Aliens nah, is the I mean, superior movie. I, one is yeah, a horror and one's a thriller. That's, that's yeah. very, very, well, one's an action film. One's like, a, yeah, right. That's fair. Yeah. Prometheus and the new one are the only ones where you kind of have to have seen all the old ones for it to be great, right? Mm -hmm. The other Alien movies you can all kind of watch and they're fun monsters. You can piece movies. together, yeah. yeah. No. no, you need to see them all from the more You can Michael see Alien Fassbender. 3 without having to see 1 and 2 because you can get the point of what's happening. Yeah. 
I've heard Prometheus and the new one. You kind of need to know. That's yeah, because they there's the, like spoiler alert. You can't watch from Prometheus yeah. that are. You can't watch Alien movie. Covenant and make sense if you haven't seen Prometheus. Yeah, because there are characters that yeah. like the, their character journey started in Prometheus and has ended in yeah. Covenant. So you kind of otherwise you're just like I don't know who these people are. Someone told me he's like this movie sucked. I never saw Prometheus, but I think it sucked. He's like, well, you kind of have to see Prometheus, and they're like, no, I don't. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you kind of fucking. But have. I mean, that's, that's the honest. Right, you're, you're, it's that's like. It's like seeing Grease 2 being like, the Grease franchise sucks. You're like, well, did you see Grease? It's like, I never saw Grease, but Grease 2 was horrible. I like Grease I know, we've talked about this before. I like Grease Origins. That's a fine opinion to have. No, yeah. I like that Grease New 52. I love Grease 2. Grease 2 is okay. But you have to see Grease 1 to know that these people act like fucking... They reset it all. Yeah, the new one. We know what Greasers are without having... Grease, she was nah, just that's alien and aliens to me. It's Grease and Grease too. They're so different fucking movies. They're the same, but it's like, no. This My favorite part was when uh, the xenomorph dressed up as Kaneki. <laughs> Spaceball. The shit You're thinking of hair yeah. on top of a yeah. xenomorph. Yeah. God. <laughs> what are the warriors doing here? This ain't their task. Oh man. <laughs> you know what? Why not combine all this into one? If you Just think about it, everything yeah. be green. We could probably Kevin Bacon the fuck out of it because Blade Runner and then Soldier. I wouldn't mind seeing a Predator sure Grease crossover. Yeah. Oh, then, then Predator. They said Predator the Martian. Isn't Kaniki uh, uh, a Predator? Yeah. Well, this true. He is. He is a Predator. He was very. He was the Predator of that movie. This is Grease too, right? Yeah. Grease one. No, Grease two. He gets her in the bunker. That. There's in the bunker? What? Wait, this isn't a war movie. No. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Oh there's God. a nuclear war bunker. Yeah, yeah. There, and he, and like, he fucking takes his girl down in there and he locks the door. And they're like, you have to fuck me for country and fucking something. And then she's yeah, like, you're right. I guess it's I really have to. You're right. really it's really it fucked up. up, man. Yeah, wow. The CW did a great job with Grease 2. It is very good. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I'm a big fan of that. Catwoman was in that. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Jesus. Which Catwoman? The Max Caulfield, Adrian Zemeckis. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> what's, what's her name? Yeah. Pam Pamela Adlin. She's in that movie. Nope. Yeah. In Grease too. Oh, yeah. oh this this mm-hmm. opinion piece says that Grease two is actually way cooler than the original. No, yeah, I, right, this, that's what made me think about it. The music it, in that, that movie is so good. Yeah. yeah. No, but what about I'll, I'll say Beauty School Dropout? Yeah. Go back to high school. Oh, oh no, you can only do twenty seconds, or you got to pay a fee. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the music this from Grease was great, but Grease broadcast Grease had 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 a, a bunch of good songs. Good scenes too. Yeah, I like. It. Yeah, I want to look up this bunker yeah. shit. I've never been too much for like musicals. Like it's weird to say I got into musicals from uh, Repo the Genetic Opera. Oh. Mm. That was like the first musical that there I really got into. Pretty good stuff in there. Like I feel like it was an underrated. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big musical fan. Like I like I backtrack now. In fact, I'm, I want to catch Hamilton. I've been listening to Hamilton like crazy. I have yet to. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that I adore and and listen to, and I'll yeah. just listen to on my on my uh, my iPod because I don't know. I yeah. can't get enough of it. There's some that I just detest. What, what's your number one musical? I'm a big I'm a big fan of Phantom. 
Phantom? Uh, yeah, it's always yeah. been a thing for me. But the Book of Mormon oh, yeah. is hysterical. I recommend it for everybody. It's great. Uh, and Jesus Christ Superstar oh, is yeah. one that I used to go to sleep to every night for about two and a half years. It's a great one. Yeah. yeah. My favorite musical is The Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers? Two? Is that just the first one? Thousand? There's a scene where Ray, man. Oh, yeah, no. dude. There's a scene where Ray Charles starts playing the the keys in his record store, and a bunch of people start dancing on the outside oh, choreograph. Shake your tail feather. That's cool. Yeah. They, that they, they, and that's my favorite too. Well, fame. The, fame the, the bar that they really get good. beer bottles thrown at them, yeah. with, like the chicken wire. Yeah. I've performed a comedy in <laughs> venues that have chicken wire. Before. Nice. I've always wondered yeah. what was that like. Uh, there was like broken glass. Like Roadhouse style. Yeah. Well, like I mean, there wasn't like Patrick Twist or anything. Did anyone throw anything at you? What? Yeah, in Texas. No, I have never performed in Texas. Weird Midwest parts of Canada. Yeah. There's a place. Actually, we were talking about Regina. Regina. Yeah, Regina. There's a place. I just fucking pulled Regina out of nowhere. I called the last night. I know a guy from there. Yeah. But there's a place, Fibber McGee's, and they have a. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Canmore for a while. Holy crap! I know. Wow. Okay, that's weird. There you go. Wow, I did not expect anybody. To know anything about Canada when I came here, but there you go. Especially not Canmore. No, or we're, we're a giant. We're aware of our neighbors up north. Well, yeah, exactly. You guys know all of our states and presidents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was terrifying because the uh, the opening act went. The, a woman went up and introduced the show, and they liked that. The opening act went up and just like there was two beer bottles thrown, and they got oh, off shit. like eight minutes in, and I'm like, cool. Well, I had 45 to do, and he bitched out with seven left. I'm like, let's see what I can do. So I went in and I just did crowd work as hard as I could against them and they loved it. Yeah. And you just calling them like inbred hillbillies. Oh, I yeah, did yeah. that. They that they liked <laughs> doing jokes about like hot dogs and like, well, you hear what he said? Yeah. Didn't throw nothing at you? No. I was making fun of them. They liked that. They understood like oh butts and hot dogs and like <laughs> they, they hate themselves yeah. more than you hate them. Oh, I get so it. yeah, I ripping like on them the whole like, time. This kid that had a shower this week talking <laughs> shit. No, they were like, yeah, it does look like a Twizzler was pulled out of a butthole. <laughs> and they're like, so I did stuff like that to them the whole time. And they're like, woo. Because like the, the opener went up there. He's like, I like Dungeons and Dragons. And then they were like, we're going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, okay, we are going out there and hiding the nerd flag on this <laughs> Mental note. Don't talk nerd stuff. It's yeah. sense that you're prey. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, Blues Brothers is a pretty good movie. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting way to put it because that's exactly what, what happened oh yeah. yeah that's funny well that's the thing now too like because I, I get to perform a little bit of colleges there's no more like bullying or anything say it like when i was a kid like you get put lockers and stuff and like yeah you, you had to hide it like i got bullied i got hit with a quad when i was a kid like to get my lunch they yeah. hit me with a quad to take my lunch and now like you can't call people names yeah, that blows my mind. I can't imagine. I got road rash. I can't imagine that elves <laughs> are going to be like very strong people in like 30 years. No, it's nuts. You'll be able to demolish anybody. I think you. I don't think you have to look, wait 30 years. You can kind of see it now. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. I think it's going to be real easy to just, if you throw around like a fuck you. Like, I'm just saying, like, what, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that uh, this is necessarily indicative of that behavior. But for example, I was upset when, when Trump was elected president. I didn't sob on the street. Yeah. And, and, Do you regret and, voting for him? <laughs> <laughs> 
But my, my point Matt is, burned all his <laughs> there are already adults that can't handle being adults. And and I come out of it. I was in education for a while. I was a, yeah. a high school teacher. And, oh, you know, bullying is always coming up in schools. And part of me is like, yeah, we need to be aware of shit that's going on. But also, another part of me is like, yeah, you like you need to learn how to deal with that shit and overcome it. Yeah. Yes, to a point. Yes. If you've got yes. a kid that's telling you to kill themselves, fucking right. dial that in. If they're physically right. fucking mm-hmm. hurting, so they can't defend themselves. There's a balance yeah. in there. But if like, you're just getting called fat fuck all day, yeah, learn to live with that. I, like, I got made fun of as a kid, and I would always have to be funnier than them. Yeah. Like, I remember the yeah. there's a guy that's like, are you gay? And I'm like, why? Are you recruiting? And, like, everyone would laugh. <laughs> it would shut him down. And I'm like, as long as my wits. And then I started being a comedian. Yeah. And it's like, this is an important skill to me to have. So it, it worked out. It gave me like, and I'm not I'm saying like, now you're on our podcast. Yeah, exactly. I made it. I made it. <laughs> I've made it. Yeah. Thirty-five yeah, people are going to hear you now. It's not like I was going around 35. getting stabbed in school or anything. But, like, there was always bullying, and like, it you had to stand up for yourself. And like it, it taught me to like because I was always a nerd. Like when Magic the Gathering came out, I played the hell out of that. Like I will tap a black man. Like it's like I don't know Rihanna's Nobody's ass. Busy. But uh, <laughs> it is like I love the nerdy stuff. I love that. I'd always read comics, and I remember people would pull comics out of my hand and like slap me and like stuff like that. And I was just like, no, fuck it. I this is who I am, and like I developed this undying confidence in this makes me happy. Fuck you. And I started to realize that the people that were picking on me and bullying me, they just didn't have a sense of self. Their self was, I need to make myself better. Yeah. And that's how they went about it. So I right. just developed this. And wow. I mean, because, bullies. Yeah, because I, I, I got like bullied and everything, I got into martial arts and I got into boxing and everything. And then once I learned how to fight, I never had to. Just because I had the confidence to stand up to people. Because no one's going to yeah. pick a fight with a dude who's clearly got the ability to... Or somebody who, like, I'm sitting there and they or pull doesn't my... look like a victim. Well, yeah, they pull my comic out of my hands. I pull the comic back and stand up and get in their face. And they're like, I don't know how to deal with this. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. You shove it down their throat like Ash from Alien. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was the whole thing. Is It's like being bullied and growing up a nerd, I learned a lot. And I mean, yeah, probably bullying in Canada isn't the same. I mean, we don't have like school shootings or anything, so like, well, we didn't used to either. Yeah, yeah. for a so, long time. Yeah, well, you now are the number one leader in them. Hell yeah! yeah. We don't have any so metal detectors fair. at our schools, or like cops, or security, or anything. I know you guys have a lot of that, no, but like, I mean, some. I, I, Jesus, man, I work across the street from East High School, and they have they have none of that. This yeah, is right in the city. Okay. They flood out in the streets where there's drug addicts and homeless people and prostitution going on during Much the lunch like break. Canada's just all apologies yeah back when we were kids i'm sure you guys were just getting news about like central la fucking high schools that had oh yeah sure yeah I, same game but. i remember like uh the, the la riots yeah like when we went to school and it's like what they wheel it a tv and we'd watch that and be like is this what america is but we had a columbine happen <laughs> here fuck. yeah that was, that was, like, what was that 95 or something no that was uh 99 99 okay, yeah. Yeah. i was working at denver health the day they went on lockdown and brought the kids into that hospital. I was Jeez. a junior in high school right nearby. I was in, <laughs> I was in fourth grade waiting to get paddled by the principal and she got right, distracted. Wait, why are you Don't be bragging about your I got out of an exploit at school. No, our teacher used to, our principal used to paddle us with a wood paddle she could prevent for fun. From parents. Well, I got that. Waiting, and, uh, I'm old, but I got that. Because it was a short line. <laughs> she was... <laughs> 
but she got called out from the office where she was getting ready to watch it on TV, and I sat there for like 20 minutes before finally the desk lady was like, Hey, you can go back to class. That's not a joke. I had to choose between uh, an instant paddle or waiting two weeks to have to do uh, weekend Saturday school because yeah. the line was so long because no one to get paddled they wanted to take Saturday detention so so many kids it was so backed up that you had to like get your so I was like fucking paddle me in a, in a janitor closet that was public school <laughs> Jeff you <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of fetish do you get from that <laughs> no, no this is, oh, this is Indiana but I'm 43 so this is the early 80s yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think we should make the episode title paddle me in the I'll even get it. The, the teachers used to make the paddles, they, they got to design their own paddle back in the 80s. So some yeah, had, I imagine how popular no, shop class was. No, no, <laughs> some paddles were made out of fiberglass. What? But some would, and they would drill so holes. Like, so real yeah, and they, real they would drill holes in them for the aerodynamics yeah, of the air. Yeah, and that and that was totally legal. It was <laughs> completely, completely legal, and they would call your parents and be like, your child's getting a whacking today or whatever they call it, a whack or a wow. paddle. Your parents yeah, yeah. say no. Or yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, some parents would just be like, but sometimes they wouldn't call your <laughs> That's kind of when it was any move. They didn't tell. And yeah. I get what, and I deserve to get it. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I would do fucked up shit. No, be like, no you didn't, Jeff. Well, you know, <laughs> we'll talk off air, but I probably deserved it. And it's just like. You never deserved it. No, I know. Oh. You know what I mean? oh. Were you using like a What's that movie? What's that movie? It's not your fault, Jeff. It's not your fault. And I'm like, well, I did break his teeth out, and his parents had to fucking put his teeth back. Yeah, it was so that ass whoopings worked because it was taking hours to get me to hours. There's no way you're going to talk to me. Just spank my ass. I know. They can rewind the podcast 20 minutes and hear your guys' heated debate. (laughs) (laughs) Realize how long it would take for you guys to realize you're debating opinions about something that can't be proved. They can can go to any of our podcasts. We talked about Rick and Morty. (laughs) I said it was great, and then you guys started talking about Star Wars. (laughs) Well, we talked about Futurama, but yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about Harry Dean. I can't get into Gotham. I tried. And here's the thing. People said, like, Mad Men, I couldn't get into Mad Men. People go, oh, you need to give it six episodes. I'm like, that's six no, hours that's of my life. Right. If I need to invest that much time to be entertained? Correct. Are you a huge Batman fan, or are you just kind of a mediocre? Are you- uh, Batman is definitely top three for my DC, I gotta say. Okay. He is, but the backstory on this seems not to focus at all on Batman at all. on Batman it seems to try and focus and build the city and everything and it goes in such a direction where I'm like what like How just even well why is yeah, Batman younger like, than every villain yeah and I'm like, every one of his I'm like why is every all these other characters they're introducing are already introduced they like but that's not how that character was like the Joker is not that's not how the Joker the Joker was created when Batman was like an adult I'm like, I don't understand right. why right. this is, like, right. it's all yeah. happening wrong. And, and I mean, if you are a Batman fan, it's almost like an Elseworlds version. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, 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 it seems like a what if. Probably kind of is thing. more through time. But then also, it seems like really, 
dark and gritty. And like I've I've directed a few projects, so when I see the way it's shot, when Commissioner Gordon or uh, Jim Gordon walks into his apartment and puts his keys down, and then looks slowly, and the camera pulls on his eye line, and then pulls back, and I'm like, they're filling time with this shot. Yeah. This is they what they, they know they have nothing they, of substance to. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. So I see so much them trying to like be like, ooh, look, it's dark. Look at the atmosphere, and I'm like, no, this is not a rich story. Right. Yeah. Well, and then when they go nuts, uh, like all the lighting and like the Dutch angles, like yeah, you, you're they're it's very artistic. Deliberately doing the '66 Batman, yeah, in a gritty atmosphere, yeah, which. Well, it almost feels. Oh man, I would love to see that. Adam West, what you, Christian Bale in Batman '66. <laughs> to me, it feels. Like, you just can't get rid of him. <laughs> to me, it more feels like. <laughs> to me, it feels more Burton-esque, as far as stili- yeah, stylistically, you know, yeah. the look. Yeah. It's always been trying to. Uh, or amalgamation of every little fucking the yeah. Batman. Like looks and styles, but also, one, which doesn't. Yeah, but if you look at Batman, sense. Batman's also been around. He's been the '66. He's right. been Clooney. He's been so. There's been so many different ways to approach it, and lots of them have done things wrong, but some things right. In this, it seems like the amount of things they're doing wrong vastly outweighs the things they're doing right. Yeah. Are you a bat fan of Batfleck? Uh, so far, I'm still willing to give him a chance. Okay. I I believe there are worse Batman <laughs> with I, I nipples like and stuff, but like I really was impressed with Christian Bale. Okay. So I still am on. Yeah. T- I'm still more leaning towards Bale than I am Batfleck. Yeah, but I'm think- willing to give him a chance until like I mean. Uh, what was it? Cry, cry, Martha's my mom, or whatever movie was. I'm like, I'm not going Martha. to judge him off of this. I'm yeah. gonna I give like him. Not even gonna say the name of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cry, cry, Martha. Uh, but uh, it was. I'm like, I'm gonna give him his own movie where he's the focus, as opposed to like it's a split attention sort of thing. To before I judge him. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I always find people they see something and they go. Well, and like, I mean, even before the movie's out, they're like, I'm going to hate this. And it's like, no, don't. Yeah. So I, I try never to form an opinion on something. Kind of like Jake on a Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I, I always want to give something a chance. Because here's the thing. It's entertainment. I'm going to pay to see it. I want to enjoy it. So if I already am like, this isn't as good as this, or I'm not going to, or if I start comparing it to something else and drawing, I'm like, I'm going in with the wrong attitude. I just need to go in with a clear head and watch it first as a movie and see if it's a good movie and then look at it how it's shot how it's written how it's delivered how like the the antecedent action works out how like the second act twist goes the third act how it wraps up nicely if there's a really good denouement that'll sell it for me and then I have to see how it compares in a series of movies and before I'm willing to compare it to something else mm. and I'm sorry if I used a lot of film terms. no that's alright <laughs> yeah but I there's too many people nowadays that just have a snap judgment and it's the whole thing when we were at the well, that's society when it comes like well, I'm, I like Marvel more than DC. It's like like them both. Yeah. 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 Just, I mean, yeah, sure. This might be your favorite character. This might be your other favorite character. What's to stop you from enjoying? Why, why do you have to be team iPod or Apple instead of team Samsung? Why can't you just 
like them both? Like, why do you have to identify so much? Why do you have to create your self worth based off of other well, things think, that you invest in? I think that's the kind of the thing that I'm Wonder Woman to bully DC. So. Well, I think okay. that's yeah. I think that's the thing that Wonder Woman tapped into is just a. I think that was a very neutral movie that everyone enjoyed. I, Finally, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Here's here's kind of a shameful thing for a guy who I was telling you I was in fight scenes with big names and everything. I cried in Wonder Woman. Well, fuck yeah. Wait a minute. You are in the movie crying? No, or no I was in the theater. Okay. I wasn't in that movie. I wasn't in that movie. I just wanted to make sure. And I was like, holy shit. But no, I, I was sitting there and I was like, you were one of the, you were a wounded soldier. Yeah, yeah in the like, trenches. I was like, holy crap. Fuck yeah. That was Sorry, such a good movie. It was yeah. a great movie. Yeah, it did. There was a lot of tear jerking moments. Yeah, like when she fucking moments. And afterwards, yeah, a couple extra jerking moments. Da 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 da. Cha cha Skin like a new saddle. When she's like, what is that? She looks at fucking Chris Pine. She's like, oh my coat, and then she goes and fucks up that entire yeah. platoon. I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I was so good. It was like when I was watching it, I'm like, I was upset uh, afterwards, thinking back to the similarities between it and the first Avenger, Captain America movie. Right. I'm like, sure, they really could have done that movie better. And then I think to myself, I'm like, could they have? Because superhero movies were so new, right. they didn't have as much of a budget, they couldn't take chances. I'm like, yeah, okay. In that, like, it's hard to compare them because yes, they were so close together, but it's such a different world when they came out. And I'm like, this movie is a great movie for today. I like First Avenger. Yeah. I the Captain America movies like First Avenger is probably like one of the slower ones, but it's necessary once again like Totally you know, necessary. But like all of the Captain America movies have done so much to build the, the Marvel Russos. Cinematic Universe. The Russos. Yeah. yeah. More so than like the Avengers movies in some regards. Yeah. Right. They've yeah. really laid out so I much. Know, I think Winter Soldier is in my top 3. Oh. It is incredible. Well, we talk about this a lot. This show is based kind of on the television shows, and that is the moment when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. became a good fucking show, though. Yeah. I think that's when it found its footing, is when Winter Soldier came out and they tied itself in with the espionage factor and the ramifications of what's going on with S.H.I.E.L.D. It really sent that show in a... It almost made it a must-watch show at that point. Up up until then, it was like a... It was a fun It was a side show. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has always been good because they've had... a rich history to kind of draw on and everything and they've also had very good dialogue and characters like there's like at no point are you like unless there's like a double agent something but you you don't know the motives of characters no whereas in gotham you're like wait who is this what are they doing yeah so it's it's a very rich story and then once it tied into the universe and it started having cameos from like larger people from the marvel cinematic universe it was like okay, this has incredible potential because now everything's working together. It's all coming together nicely and it's all starting to click and it's very rich. It's a very well-written story, very well-executed story, incredibly cast. And like the, it's one of those things where if you miss a couple minutes of dialogue, you can miss something huge. Huge. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things where you're invested and you watch it. It's one of the few shows where I watch where I put my phone down. Yeah, because I, I would say I, to me, in an in an emotional vacuum, it's the best show. Yeah, but I'm kind of emotionally tied to a particular show. Yeah, you know what I mean? Arrow's yeah. my show. It's kind of where this well, it's also always maintained itself as a spy thriller. Yes, yeah, like yes, every, yeah, yeah. Every episode, every season, regardless of what happens, regardless of what weird powers occur, yeah. superheroes yeah. showing up. 
it's always a spy show. Yeah. Which is it's a very it, unique. I, I feel like inherently something you you're drawn into. Yeah. It's a unique situation where you have a character from a movie that was a side character, a C level character in, yeah. in a major the blockbuster. That yeah. The fans love so much that they make a television show about it that it has to maintain this canon, yeah. Yeah. this 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 canon link. You know what I mean? Yeah. To everything that goes on, or people are going to be upset. It's yeah. just like yeah. you know, and now they're going into sword. We think it's going to happen. That's where in space. Yeah. Um, I, I think based off in humans. Oh, it's going to be more of a human. They might be on the moon. I think it's going to be them dealing with Adelaide. Ooh, that would be funny. At this point, they can do whatever they want, I think, because they can see how the humans is... It's not even air dead, it's bombing. It bombed in the theater. It bombed in the theater. I truly think that's... But you saw it in the theater. Yeah, and I think it got fucked by reviews. So you enjoyed it. I think yeah, you enjoyed it. I mean, it was decent. It was decent. It wasn't as bad. Like people were saying. Go like I was talking about earlier, going into something and trying not to judge it or prejudge it or something. Going in, I hate reading reviews and I don't like watching trailers. And I think I'm one of the few people. I'm good. I don't read reviews, but I love trailers. I haven't seen the Ragnarok trailer. No, I haven't. Oh, I've watched those three. They're fucking great. I haven't seen anything. Here's my thing. Stay strong. Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, but here's my thing now with the modern trailers, and particularly this happens in the Alien universe, but we've seen it in uh, Star Wars One. It happened where the the things you're seeing in the trailer may never be in the movie. I mean, eighty percent of the trailer could be footage you're not going to see in the movie. That's the the, what is it? uh, Harley Quinn, Fresh Prince of Bullet Air movie that came out that was Ah. pretty bad. They uh, they did that one. I like that movie. Here's the thing. I saw it. I, that was a trailer I saw, and it was an incredible trailer. Very well shot, very well done. It didn't give away anything. Nothing. And then I saw the movie, and I'm like, this is not edited correctly. Well, I've never seen the theater. We're talking about Suicide Squad, right? Yes. Yeah. I've never seen the theatrical. Yeah, we're talking about well, Principal <laughs> I've never seen the theatrical version. I've only seen the okay. extended cut. Because I watched it in Which a, is a different uh, movie. I watched it in a cinema. Uh, yeah, I've never theater. seen it. I've and there's a part it. where there's dialogue delivered, and then he turns and walks off. Mm-hmm. And then she turns and walks the other way, and I'm like, "That's not where the cut should land." Like, right. I've been in editing rooms; right, right, right. I know where the cut should land. And I'm like, "This is badly edited." I shouldn't yeah. know. Like, and I mean, yes, I am kind of in the industry, so I notice these sort of things. But I'm like, "That's not right." Well, that was there's uh, so many. Well, things. The, the the main complaint that that, that I had about it, uh, and I think we all kind of had about it, was that it feels like there were they shot. Three or four movies. Yeah, yeah. And they took the best or whatever, and, and it just yeah. does not look correct. Well, yeah. Watch the extended cut. It's a little cleaner, I think, from what I've read because I haven't seen the theatrical cut. But just it seems to make a lot more sense. I really enjoyed it. It was. To me, it was a better. It was way better than uh, Batman vs Superman, wow. as far as like, uh, do the extended cut. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen the theatrical cut. I'm just oh, yeah. seeing the extended cut, and I thought it was better than. Well, they only have four fucking movies, right? It's for me, right? It's Wonder Man Wonder of Steel. Yeah. It's not better than Man of Steel because I kind of like Man of Steel. There's yeah. a couple other Supermans in there if you want to count. Yeah. The but anyway, Batman. let's get on this before we end because okay. we, were, we were just on Marvel and Stan Lee. Kind of, I mean, being 92 year old Stan Lee, 
think four or five. Four, might be 94. Yeah. Let it kind of say that he is pretty confident, and this just could be him saying it, that Marvel is going to require the, reacquire the rights to uh, the Fox universe. As Boom! Well. That'll bring a lot for, like, Illuminati. Here's the thing. Secret Wars? I don't yep. want yeah. that. You don't want that? I would like them to see them get the Fantastic Four back in a Spider-Man kind of, like, contractual obligation, but I don't want to see the MCU bring try to bring the M's, the X-Men in. At this point, it feels like we're so far into it. Um, I, I would just like let Fox can keep the X-Men, do whatever they want the X-Men universe, let Marvel get the Fantastic, Fantastic Four back and everything that's involved with like basically non-X-Men and then let it go. But the problem is comic book wise, Marvel is kind of from what I read, saw what happened with the Inhumans yeah. and realized, they're finally realizing that the Inhumans are not a substitute for the X-Men. Not at all. It's no. not at all. And that, so that's the rub I kind of think is like, do we, do you need the X-Men in the MCU? Do we need the X-Men in the MCU? Uh, like eventually for like uh, Civil War, House of M, I think could play out really well. But we've Lots already done Civil like War. Yeah, like there are a lot of things that I think that they could play into well, but like it, like I, it's if you were to go and buy a car, you don't need all the bells and whistles to get you to where you're going. Right. You can tell this story and you can work around a lot of things quite easily. They've got a lot of characters. They've got very rich universe and lore built already. It would, I think, benefit them. But are you going to have? Okay, let's say they bring the X Men in, and you mentioned Civil War. Yeah. Are they then going to have to retell Civil War or do a second Civil no, War? No. I just think that. It would have been good to have like, so a little late. bit, yeah, for that. Well, but Secret the, Wars, maybe the same Secret way Wars that, uh, that fucking Nick's been aware of Captain. <sighs> maybe Marvel that's how they do it because she maybe. was working for Shield in the nineties, and he doesn't yeah. tell any of the Avengers or anybody. If there's a Captain Marvel out there, Captain yeah. who's there, who's the quote unquote most powerful being in the Marvel MCU? And new shit. So, yeah. like the fact that he's not told the Avengers that this weird fucking English dude's got a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, but in the in the X-Men universe the, the mutants are their news the 60s. their news stories 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s yeah, their news stories. They started, yeah, they started I have to say the, although Logan they've developed something because like for them to have Illuminati they've got a Professor Xavier but they've developed something in the the, the antecedent Ooh. action of the storytelling of this that there's so much that we don't know still. So it's You're easy. saying in the MCU. In the yeah. MCU. Nick Fury could be like, hey guys, I know I'm not really forthcoming with information, but these are the X-Men. Like, you could just <laughs> say, well, no, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's so, an easy I mean, thing to slip. I guess you could backstory Quicksilver a little bit and Wanda. I mean, we haven't yeah. established what they are. Yeah, you could then say that they are mutants. Address back. Well, yeah, you, they're holes. They were experimented on with the staff of Loki. All, all that we know is that they're experimented on. We don't know if they were what they were before. True. Maybe that was to control them, we don't know. Yeah, they left the carriers open. make him fit in. Yeah. The other problem though is I just brought up a character because one it doesn't happen often, but Fox's version of this character is way better. So the Quicksilver in the Fox universe is alive and cool as fuck, but the X-Men or the Marvel universe Quicksilver is dead. Yeah. yeah. And not that cool. It was pretty bad. I believe he's dead. Didn't see that coming. He could be back, but I mean it's like how do you I, it's a little thing but it's like 
don't yeah. know. Maybe hit the ground running. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't think that that would be. I think it would be worth it. To Barry Allen. That's what we'll do. We could have Barry Allen come in, fuck it all up. Why don't you just do the? Why don't you just have Wanda fucking start? No more mutants. Boom. No more. Back her brother. Yeah. And then there you go. You got 198 or whatever. Yeah, 198. And then, bam, now you've got S.H.I.E.L.D. getting involved. Good way to introduce them. Because well, they've already introduced the Ultimate Universe. I mean, they've yeah. all, Miles Morales is loosely hinted at already. So Why don't they just do a... All this shit can be retconned with everything that they've already done retconned. I mean, hell, in the comics, and how many times has Colossus, or Cyclops died? I mean, like, it's still just, dead. Uh, he's still dead. Currently, he's dead. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I think 1960s, but there's 1960s Colossus. Jean Grey's back for, like, the fifth she's, time. She's coming back. Jean Grey's coming back. Well, so yeah. I don't think that the, the, yeah, I don't think that there's anything they can't retcon. Yeah. I mean, they have writers that are more clever than us. Yeah. I don't think the movies, <laughs> but, but the movies don't have the luxury of the comics to just like kill, bring back, kill, bring back. I, kill, I, I don't think, think anyone really. I think we gets get a couple more years into this, and the actors keep aging, and we will. Have, I think audiences are going to be willing to be like because you need that, Captain America. This is the new team of X Men. Marvel's currently doing this. The, the, the generation. How are we going to give a shit? Years. How many no, Spider Men have we seen on the big screen? Wait a minute. Yeah. Three. So there you go. Yeah, People, I really didn't give a shit about the middle. Uh, Garfield or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. watched three movies. He was alright. Those were I watched them, though. They were, they were fine, but I internally I didn't give a shit because I knew there were great more Spider-Man movies than I It's a transition. He was, you could tell. I've been listening like, to a different podcast. Um, we, hate, we hate movies. And, I don't even uh, listen to this podcast. They were, but they were, yeah, I do. They were talking about how Garfield... Um, He's a cat. Wasn't a better <laughs> Spider-Man because he just he looked one. He looked too too good, but he was he was more confident. He was a better Spider-Man, but he cool. Right? No, he was a better Spider-Man. Better Spider-Man, worse Peter Parker. Worse Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know if I think he was a better. Spider-Man too. I think he was better. Dude, he piece, breaks up that. That was a good Spider-Man. The dude's trying Parker. to steal the car. He does the whole thing with the, yeah, the joking yeah, I and mean, put him on the, the wall and fucking. Well, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Okay. When well, Tobey Maguire totally did that, did that dance number, I think we all agree that's no, that was the end. That's that was the, the best. That series has ever been. But that's what Stanley wanted. The beginning. Yeah, universally, when we go back, we're always going to say, no, we'll always say Spider Man 2 is one of the greatest comic book movies fucking ever made. Yep. Yeah, no, that was a solid. It, visually, when that movie came yes, out, that man. was unbelievable. unbelievable. Watching them swing around, watching the camera track and everything, dude, like yes. those were some. So of Spider-Man the, like, Two, that effects. that lives in fucking that that one is put on a little like comic book pedestal. I agree. Of movies, I think. Alfred so, Molina. I, I yes. dude, just Molina's great. Though. Just to sort of tie back a little bit there, because we're talking about like movies being put on a pedestal and lasting forever. I just watched Aliens. And the movie is. A what do you great mean for the first time? No, no, no. I've, I've seen okay. it several times. Again, not, so you just yeah. rewatched. Yeah, it. but I, I, the story and the characters and everything holds up. But Fuck visually, yeah. there's so many things wrong in that movie. Completely wrong with it. There's so many things like when you're sitting there and they're typing on black and green computers that just yes. play Oregon right. Trail with the yeah. floppy disks and everything, and you're like, there's a reason uh, for that. Though. They didn't hire a futurist, like because uh, no, 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 Star Trek: The no, Next Generation no. and Star Trek: Sixties no. both predicted touchscreen. 
games and like interactive things, but they've got no, that, no, it's supposed or to be. They hired that. a futurist who listen went it, the other way. There's a reason. There's a reason. Future, right? There's a reason for that. Yeah. Okay. Because Wayland Utani is the only place. They're only. They're the only Earth-based company that is sending. They're sending so much ships out exploring. They, they can't produce. They can't pump all the technology into one ship. It's all so blue collar. They're they're right? trucker ships. Yeah. These are literally like a a, a fucking we got a great fifty year old uh, truckers. No, they are. That is that's what the that's what the first. I, ship. I don't watch these movies, and I've had that explained to me they, by somebody. Yeah. The, this is before. these they're are really, they're, they're yeah. putting the minimal amount of technology they can because he he's expanding his whole fucking all, all the money he has on living forever it's so he has so many ships flying everywhere that he can't afford to have the best but technology would, but they would that's still, why the Prometheus but everyone would have the same technology no they be don't no 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 because some yeah. of them no because some of them some of them the original alien they are space truckers they're on a, <laughs> no that. they are space truckers they're hauling ore back yeah. they're a truck hauling ore they're on a mission they don't know they're on mm. they're working for Wyland yutani they, they think they're hauling ore back he knows that they're out there trying to find the fucking the creation that David, his own son, made. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't. He doesn't want them to know. That he doesn't want them to have all this technology. He definitely does not want them to have weapons because he does not want them to kill. You know, he doesn't need them to have all the baddest ass shit. He doesn't want them to know what's going on. So there's a reason certain ships are broken down. They're like, it's like driving, it's 2017, you still drive a 1972 Ford fucking F-150. But you're in a a futuristic space movie where you're still driving your, your, you know, F-150. Because that's what you choose to drive. And then it's cheap. But everything else around you is technology advanced, but you're still driving that truck because it fucking doesn't rely on technology or doesn't, you know. I'd like to point out to the listener that when Jeff said truck, he made a pull-down motion. I'm not, that was, no, I was pulling the actual, the, the Jake would the know, the shifter, shifter, the column yeah, shifter. I know yeah. Well, well, he did the noise, yeah. The, the, uh, the thing then is, uh, well, they have like a cell phone. They have walkie-talkies. It's in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, we, like it, personally, I, me, I, if I'm like, I, I, you're I, going on a space truck. I'm like, can I bring my phone? <laughs> I, I work at a, at a place where like, we have. We're the only place with a roboticized uh, grow system as good as we have. The other place is Disney World. Ooh. Um, not Disneyland. We, we use walkie-talkies. We all have cell phones, but we well, use walkie-talkies. It's a secure world. line, it's not, and it's yeah. an easy. That's your thing. Wild is so secret. They don't want anybody to know. What's I guess. Yeah, it just it seemed weird to me that every it, like because I was like Star Wars a long time ago, galaxy yeah. far, far away. That, I mean, technology that, can be whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. That's well, nice Utani, they gave us a number and a date, and I'm like, that's the future. But it, also, but here's like, the other as thing. A futurist, they could have just no. Got here's the other thing. Great futurist who was like, it's the future of. I don't think Wi-Fi is going to pick up. Here's the thing. This is the future of... This is the Blade Runner future. So you're looking at... Um, right. So yeah. there's a, this Earth is fucked. So technology can't be expanded upon anymore. We've, we've used all the resources. We've So he has all the money. He can do whatever he wants. But the rest of the Earth... And wait, wait, wait. There's no competition to it. the antagonist in fucking Blade Runner the same antagonist as aliens? Yeah, but he likes cats. What do you uh, mean? <laughs> well, kind of. Yes, it's it, crazy. Creating a better version of the human being. Okay. Why it being a well, all, artificial? That you're talking oh, about? it's the same dude. The name of okay. So, so 
the Blade Runner guy is uh, what was his name? Uh, yeah. No, no, the guy who created the robots with the thick glasses. Jared Leto. Superman. No, that's the second. That's <laughs> the original Blade Runner. I don't the character is But he is uh, Peter Whalen's uh, kind of teacher. Okay. So yeah. Peter Whalen, who creates the, you know, the his robots are different than the Blade Runner robots because they have a six-year lifespan. They're like created. So Peter Whalen's like, no, I'm going to make a, a human. I don't want a servant. I want I want to create a son. Create the next. Yes, uh, the next human. Yeah, not servants. And then he makes David. Yes. And then David makes the fucking Exos. Yes. Kind of. So you sort Blade, of following. Did Blade Runner come out before the Alien movies? Blade Runner takes place thirty years, thirty forty years. Where I was saying Peter Whalen. I think it came out like a year or two before. Yeah, but the time and the timeline of when the yeah, movies yeah. came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't remember his name. Whoever his name is in Blade Runner who creates the fucking what are they called? Uh, no, no, the replicants. Um, Peter Whalen observes what, how he makes replicants. Is like, no, 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 mine are going to be better. And so Ash, David, those are the better version of what the replicants are supposed to be, um, based on like how he saw this guy create. What's his name? Fuck. Steve Jobs. So just call him Steve Jobs. It is Steve Jobs. Yeah, we'll just call him Steve Jobs. And, and just because of how rich this is, I can see how I would get into it. This yeah, there's a lot of lore behind it and a lot of things that make sense. But Jeff's telling you every week. I, I, know, I really like it. More to watch it, but I <laughs> that, but yeah, like Alien, Aliens. Yeah. I I love the movies. They're incredible. Alien vs Predator. I was like, oh, yeah. well, no, those are yeah, that, not, not the best. Adrian Brody. Yeah, that's cool. That's the well, Predators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alien vs Predator is the only Alien movie I've ever seen. The yeah. versus <laughs> movies. Uh, the versus. Do not judge a book by that. Yeah, guy. I know. No, I, I, and I don't. Here's the thing. The versus movies are kind of like. Well, see Requiem. <laughs> The versus movies are kind of what Universal used to do when it was like Abbott and Costello, yeah, you know, meets fucking. It was just for yeah, fun. No, it's yeah. not Jason a, and Freddy, Batman, not a, Superman. Yes, yes. They're not great movies. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Batman versus yes. Superman. Jason versus Freddy. You it's, should it's never not judge canon. An, an intellectual property by its versus movies. <laughs> yes, it's not canon. Although I thought they did a really good job with. Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. No, the first Alien vs. Predator movie isn't that bad. The second one's oh, like trash. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not as good as the book. <laughs> oh, man. It was scary. We're doing a long one. This I is know. officially the longest episode we've ever done. Isn't yeah. it? I haven't I even talked about doing porn yet. Wait. What? We started with yeah, a little porn. porn. Really? Yeah, I used to do porn. High and five. Nobody would ever pay to see my dick on film. Yeah. And that's so. where we're going to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. As always, <laughs> we have a, a tweet from uh, our unofficial father sponsor, Owen Time, James Bond, George Lazenby. Oh. That's the correct response. It is. <laughs> is it surprising or pathetic that Ted Cruz needed porn to jerk off on the anniversary of 9 11? <laughs> <laughs> the best segue I think we've ever had here. Well, one time. Down this 9/11. Then. I know. <laughs> I'm complimenting his dick. <laughs> Before let's give up one more time. Nick McQuick, everybody I'm, joining us. Yes. Hey, how can we find everybody. you, Nick? Uh, at Nick McQuick on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can check out my podcast, The Quick and Slow Comedy Show, on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play. Also, video podcast available on YouTube and Facebook. You can check out my show Two on This. I guess Facebook.com/slash Two on This. You can check out my other show, uh, Strength at Length. Facebook.com/slash Strength at Length. You can check out my movie. You Puppy Love is coming out at the Toronto International Film Festival. It just came out. It'll be released in theaters across Canada. I think 27 screens. I don't know. If it's around there, please buy a ticket. Don't even go see it. Just buy a ticket. And then my other movie
movie, uh, Rigby Muldoon, Time Traveler for Hire, will be debuting at the Edmonton Comic and Entertainment Expo, and then again next year at the Calgary one. Uh, we're currently in talks for distribution on that one. So, before I slow Dude, that down by you half, the micro machine ads. <laughs> if any of you see Puppy Love, let us know if the dog does die or not, because Nick would not let us know, and I'm not going to see it. I know he won't. <laughs> yeah, have you seen a Nick? Well, Nick McQuick definitely couldn't have been your porner name. No, 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 been I, a I, I had a revenge list of people that bullied me, like in uh, Billy Madison, and I used those as my credits. Nice. <laughs> money and revenge, that's how I do it. That's right. As always, everybody, speaking of money and revenge, go to sexpotcomedy.com for all your favorite Denver comedy stuff. And uh, we're going to keep teasing our potential new sponsor, new sponsor every week until it happens. Yeah, um, he is our fellows. He's going to go acquire all of our infinity kidney stones before he makes oh his glove. And then he's going to give us some free weed. George, as always, follow George Lazby. <laughs> Excelsior! This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.